This is Gemara Nidari Madaf Nun. We're holding on the bottom of Memtesa Midbis. We're approximately 10 lines from the bottom. The first word of line is Min HaPesach Ad HaAtzeres. Min HaPesach Ad HaAtzeres. And we begin with Ella. We're continuing to discuss the factor of Yehuda's face shown. Ella Chachmas Adam Tayir Panav. The Gemara begins by quoting a Pasik that a man's wisdom, the chachma, can be toyer upon of can brighten his face. Continues to the Gemara, Amar Le'ahut Siduki, the Rebbe Yehuda. Rebbe Siduki said to Rebbe Yehuda, Yepanecha Daimim, your face is shining, Ikim Avi Ribis, Ikim Avi Chazir, and you're so happy. Either you just got a good loan with Ribis, or must be, you raised pigs, you made a quick windfall. Amar Lei, Rav Yudha said to the Siduki, We Jews hold both of those things for Aser. We don't lend with ribbis and we don't gamble. Allah. Rather, what's the reason I'm so happy? There are 24 bathrooms between my house and the, and the base of Majish and the Yeshiva. And each hour I enter each and every one of them. We learned this way back in the Gemara and Brachas. And due to the fact that he took care of his body in such an extreme way, he used the bathroom and he emptied himself out. That's why his face shone. Continues the Gemara, Rav Yudah would go to the Kasve. And what would he do? He would take a jug in his shoulder. Why? That was what he would sit on. He would transport his chair with him. He said, great. Gedayla is the work. Who is honors the one who performed it. He was happy to do a menial task to carry the chair with him to bring it to shul. Similarly, Rav Shimon chuckled, Sina al Kasvei. Rav Shimon took a basket on his shoulder to bring to Yeshiva. Amar Gedolim Melach Shulchan Zabayla. That it's real kavai. This is real kavai in order to work in order to bring the chair to the yeshiva. The visitor of Yehuda, the, the wife of Rav Yehuda, Nafak, no, excuse me, Nafkas Noktas Amra. The wife of Rav Yehuda one time went out to the marketplace and purchased Amra, wool, of the glima from the wool. She made a shirt, a coat out of it, the hotvi. She, wore, she made a beautiful coat, Kanafkis Lashuka, when she was going out to the marketplace, she would cover herself and she would wear this cloak, this jacket, this shirt. The Kanafik Rav Yudah Litzluye. And when Rav Yudah went out to Davin, having Mirsas, she would, he would wear it to Matzli. They would share the same jacket. They had no money. So she wore the jacket to go to the market. And he wore the jacket in order to Davin. The Kan and he would cover himself, uh, with it. Having Mavarich Baruch Shatnei Mil. He would say, blessed is he who wrapped me in this robe, Zimna Chada, giving thanks to Hashem, the fact that he had something to wear, Zimna Chada one time, because Rav Shem Nigam Niel Tainisa, Rav Shem Nigam Niel, was Geyser Afast, Rav Yehuda, Loi Asa Lebei Tainisa, and Rav Yehuda didn't show up, Amran Lei, Lo Asa's Lei, Kisui Shadu Lei Glima, and the other people said to Rav Shem, you know why Rav Yehuda didn't come? Because Lo Isle Kisui, he didn't have anything to wear, so Shadar Leg Glimas Rav Shimon Gamliel sent a jacket to Rav Yehuda. But like Rav Yehuda said, I don't want 
to accept the jacket from Rav Shimon Gamliel. As we turn over to today's daf, Tavnunam and Aleph, when Rav Yehuda wanted to explain to Rav Shimon Gamliel, why didn't he accept it? So Dali Sifsa. So what did Rav Yehuda do? He lifted up a reed mat he was sitting on, and all of a sudden, miraculously, coins appeared. And he said to the Shliach, see, my Ika. He told the Shliach, look, look, what's here? Look, I have money. Don't worry about it. It's not the fact I don't have money, said Yudah. I have the money. I just don't want to benefit from this world. And that was the way the Yudah explained. That was the way the Yudah denied and said he didn't want to accept the gift of the jacket from Rav Shimon Gamliel. He was happy to save his reward for the next world. And we continue with another story, perhaps a bit more famous story, about another great Tana that lived in extreme poverty. Says the Gemara, Rav Akiva is Kaddish Brata de Kalba Savua. Famously, Rav Akiva marries the daughter of Kalba Savua. Shama Kalba Savua. Kalba Savua hears that he's a wealthy man and his daughter married. Not only this, this uh, poor man, but uh, ignoramus, a man that knew nothing. Shava Adre Hana Mikol And he made a shvua that his daughter and his son-in-law should get no benefit from his entire estate. Azla still nevertheless, Vin Still, she went and got married to Avikiva. Besivsa. She got married to Avikiva in the winter. Have Gani Beitivna. They had no money. And what was her matches? She would sleep on straw. And Rav Akiva would pull out the straw from the hair, it would get stuck in her hair. One day, Rav Akiva says to his wife, If I had money, I would buy you the Jerusalem of gold, I would give you everything. And what happens? Shows up and appears to him, <coughs> Excuse me. Eliyahu Navi shows up and appears like a man at the front door. The Kakari Abava is knocking on the door. Amr Lehu Eliyahu says to Rabbi Akiva, Havali Porta de Timna. Says Rabbi Akiva, please, could I have a little bit of straw? Straw. The eldest is a sea because my wife has given birth. Veles leave me dam naguna. She has absolutely nothing to lie down on. So Amr La Rabbi Akiva. So what happens? Rav Akiva says to his wife, Look, here's a person that doesn't even have a straw. At least we have straw to lie on. So Rav Akiva's wife, Rachel, says back to Rav Akiva, Rav, go and learn in Yeshiva. Goes for 12 years. He goes and learns for 12 years in the Yeshiva Raz and Yeshua. When 12 years were up, famously, Rav Gamliel is returning home and Shaman and Achari Beisa. And Rav Gamliel hears outside his wife, the Kamar Lachad, Rosh Ladvisu. There's a Rasha that says to his wife, Shaber Abdullah Avucha. Your father did good. Your father made a neder. Your father said that he will not give you and your husband any benefit. It's good. Chad, not one more one. Tulodamilach. Number one, your husband is not like you. Your husband knows nothing. And meaning, or, or the Ran explains, your husband doesn't come from a chasha family for like you. Va'ai, shavkas, amrolas, chayos. 
He left you an alman in your life. You're like a widow. You have nothing. He left you for all these years. Amr Alei, the wife of Rabbi Kiva responds to the neighbor, If you would have listened to me, I would send him to learn for another 12 years. Amar, Rabbi Kiva hears this, and oil the obviously saw, and he says, once my wife is giving you Roshos, he turns around, and he learns for another 12 years in Yeshiva, and of course we can't continue without mentioning the famous line of Rechaim Shulavet, in which he asks, why didn't he just walk in of course, and say hello to his wife, and say thank you and leave, and for those 10 seconds he would have been thinking and learning, What's the big deal? And Rechaim Shalev has famously remarked that 12 and 12 is not 24. It's true. He would have learned 12 years, then he would have learned another 12 years. That doesn't equal the 24 years of Ritzifus, of solid learning. Perhaps us learning Davyemi together, the Chizik for us, is every single day with that consistency, never to have the break. For him to go in and say hello to his wife will be the break. We have to always be continuing one continuous Seder of Limud. Continues the Gemara also Esrin Varba Alfin. So after the twelve and twelve to twenty-four years, he comes back with twenty-four thousand Talmidim. Zugi Talmidim, excuse me. Forty-eight thousand Talmidim. So everyone hears that this wonderful Godel is coming, so they'll go to greet him. Vavi and his wife as well. Come Islam She also goes to greet the here. Godel is coming. Amr Allah, Ahu Rishia, that Rasha, that neighbor, says to the wife of Akiva, where are you going? You're dressed in such disgusting, tattered clothing. Amr Allah, she responds, Yodei knows the soul of his animal. So she comes, she tries to get Rabbi Akiva's attention. Rabban, and the Rabbana were pushing her away. What's this woman doing over here? Get out of here. Amar Rabbi Kiva stops everyone and says, Hanichula, the famous words. Leave this woman here. Shali v'shalachem. What's mine and all these Talmidim is Shalahu, is hers. It's all because of her, Messias Nefesh, to let me go learn. And the Gemara concludes that Shama Kalba Savua, Kalba Savua heard that what happened, the great man arrives in town, he doesn't know it's his son in law. So what happens? He decides, you know what? Let me be, let me get rid of my nadar. Also, the Ishal al Nidre, he goes and he asks to get rid of his nadar from his daughter, Vishtaruye Ishtare, and they release Rav Akiva. Some of the Mepharshim explained that what really happened was they brought Rav Akiva up to Darshan, where Kabbal Sabuah was sitting right there, and Kabbal Sabuah said, who is this person? And they told him, this is your son-in-law, the one you were Menadar Nadar from. And of course, he opened up the, he wanted to get rid of the Nadar, and famously, Taisa's remarks, how can he get rid of the Nadar? He made a nether, you have to have a reason. And the answer is that call a, a shahodeh, whoever goes to yeshiva, he's going to become a gadol. And that's the reason why they're able to get rid of the nether. Min iater. Continues the Gemara, two lines from the wide lines, from six sources. Ravikiva became wealthy. Ravikiva, number one, min from his father-in-law after he got rid of the nether. Number two, min ayolah from the head of, there was this ayol on the head of a ship. 
The Chol Sfinta, the Gemara explains what's going on here. Every shit of the lay, they would make for it, I mean, they would make for it some sort of uh, semblance of a heart, of an aisle at the front of the boat. So one time the sailors forgot the this front of the boat on the seashore. Asa, who, Asher Kiva came and found it, and with this he became wealthy. Number three, for the fourth line from the bottom, out of Kiva Kamalti, Umin Gavza, from a certain treasure chest. What is the story with the treasure chest? The Zimnachada one time, Yavi Arba Zuzi Lisfunai. One time, Rav Kiva gave four Zuz to some sailors, Amr Laho, Isli Midam. He said to the sailors, Give me something for the money I just gave you. And they didn't find anything, so some box on the seashore, Al Kif Yama, on the seashore, as Khuli lay, they gave him the box, Amru, lay. They said to him, Ava Mirana lay. Go and use this. This is what you could get with your four coins. Dinri was filled with coins. That's how he became wealthy. And number four, Zimna Chada. Excuse me. Now, how did the chest become filled with coins? The Gemara explains. Zimna Chada Tavatzvinasa. One time, the ship was owned by Arabs, sunk at sea. Vakuli Iska Havi Machis Bahu Gavza, and their entire business profits were inside that this box. Bahu Zimna. And it remained lost until they found it. Now the fourth occasion that Rekiva came wealthy is Min Matrinisa from a certain noblewoman in which the Gemara itself does not explain exactly what this is. We turn over to Nunam Ebeis. Umin Ishtai Shalchunis Rufus, number five. Umin Ketia Bar Shalom. And number six from Ketia Bar Shalom. So that is the famous story of Ravakiva, the famous lesson of Ritzifas in Taira, the incredible Messias Nefesh of Rachel, Ishes, Ravikiva, and of course the Limud, that whenever one learns Taira, who is the one that gets the Schar, who is the impetus for it all, and his wife and his family, everyone should of course thank their wife and family for being their pillar. Shaliva Shalachem, Shalom. Continues the Gemara, Rav Gamda on the second line of Nunam Abayz, Yav Dal Zuli Lesunai, gave four Zuz to some sailors, Asui behind Midam to give him some, they couldn't find anything, Asle behind Kupa, so similar to Rav Kiva, what happened? They brought him a monkey, Ishtamit, and what happened as you're bringing to the monkey escaped, all Lecharta, the monkey went into a hole. Chafru Basrei, they dug to get the monkey out. Ishkachua derabia all mar galusa. They found the monkey sitting on a whole bed of pearls. Aisin lay kulon. And what happened was the sailors brought it to Rav Ganda as he was the impetus for this find, and therefore he received the incredible treasure. Continues the Gemara, uh, really commenting on something we said yesterday on Mem Testament base. The story between the Roman noblewoman. This is a story that we've seen already in a Gemara in Tainus. So the Caesar says, the daughter of the Caesar says, You're ugly. The Tyrish, the beautiful Tyre is such an ugly vessel. So he responds and he says, Limdi. Let's learn from your father. What does he put wine in? And lowly vessels. I don't understand. You store your wine. You the king. You the Caesar. 
you store your wine in the same place as everyone else. Also, so what happens? Rather, you should go. You should put your wine in gold and silver. So Azla she goes. She listens and puts the wine in gold and silver vessels. Visari and of course it sours. Amar So says to her. The tire as well. The tire is put into a beautiful keli. It also turns sour. The less one is involved in materialistic pursuits, the more the tire can flourish. Asks the Gemara of Ashapirin Vigamirin. We know there are Tanayun Amarayim who are beautiful, who, and they still learn Tyra. Amar Allah, Sarvishua, Ben Khan responds, Yavisani, Yavigamiri, Tfei. If they wouldn't be so beautiful, they would even know more Tyra. And on that note, comments the Gemara, He does other commander of Yehudah and Ardai, who was a woman who came in front of Yerdua from in Ardai, Ladina for Ben Tyra. And she was found liable. She was chayv to pay money. So the woman wasn't happy. So the woman said to Rabbi Yehuda, Shmuel, Rabbi, Shmuel, your Rabbi, is this how your Rebbe would done? Amar So Rabbi Yehuda responds, Yadas, hey, do you know Shmuel? Amar she responds, in of course they know Shmuel. He's short and he's a pot belly. And Uchis Virabo Shine. Not only that, he's dark and he has long teeth. Amar Law. So who the response to her? Levazuye Kaosis. You come to make fun of my Rebbe Shmuel. This woman should be in Shmaita. This woman should be excommunicated. And what happened? The, uh, her nephesh burst out of her and she died. The care that one has to be never to say disparaging remarks against Gedali Yisrael. Omotar Bevetsa, smack in the middle of the Amid of Nunanam base, the two dots we said in the Mishnah, that you're allowed to eat a pizza termita, that if you made a nether against Mavushal cooked food, you're allowed to eat this egg dish. So says the Gemara, my pizza termita, Amar Shmuel, Avda da Avid law, you know the way they cook this dish, they, a slave would cook it, Shavi Alpha Dinri, a slave that would make it, it was worth a thousand gold dinarim. They would first boil it up a thousand times in hot water, then a thousand times in cold water. Add until the Zutra Tebalita. Till it became so small that you could swallow the egg whole without chewing it. And if one is sick, by swallowing this egg, the egg as it goes to the body would grab hold of part of the body that was sick. And when the patient used the bathroom, this egg would come out, and on the egg you'd be able to see which part of the body had this sickness. Yoda Sita my summer. And what would happen? The doctor will know which cure it needs. And how to heal the person. This is, I guess, the first primitive uh, swallowable uh, video camera. Video cameras. It wasn't actually a video camera. This was an egg, but it worked the same way. That by swallowing it, you're able to tell which part of the body had issues. A similar story says the Gemara Shmuel Avei Bodig Nafshei Shmuel will examine himself a bit kulcha with his entity called kulcha the mistarin inish beisei until the people his household would undo the braids of their hair alei siren due to the stress why because this procedure that Shmuel would do would cause him incredible pain and his family members cannot handle it so comments the Gemara Tanan also we learned in the Mishnah Yosebe. If so, if they're working with klufsin figs, 
if they're working with banais figs, bibanais shava lo yuchal beklufsin. Says Gemara, my klufsin. What is a klufsin? Again, the reason why we're talking about this, we just said a moment ago about an eved that was able to prepare this thousand dinar dish. Now we talk about different things that a badim could do. What is klufsin? Says Gemara, mini diteina, it's a type of fig, the avdam minhoin lafti, that you make from it a certain fig dish. And says the Gemara, who gavrod yava avdal chavre lagmure. There was a certain man who sent his servants to a friend, lagmure alpha mine lafti. Why did he send his friend to teach him how to make a thousand different types of lifty of cooked fig dishes. Agamri, he learned. Tim Nemeo, he learned how to make only 800. Azamne Ladina, he brought the friend to the entire Likamei the Rebbe. Amar Rebbe, Avaisenu, Amruna Shinu Taiva. So Rebbe said, our forefather said, Nashinu Taiva, we forgot all the luxuries. And comments, Rebbe, while we have never even witnessed such luxury in the first place, basically Rebbe reprimanding them for even going so crazy trying to learn these a thousand different dishes. Continues the Gemara, we conclude learning about the incredible opulence and wealth of Rebbe. Rebbe of the Lehilula of Shimon Rebbe. When Rebbe made a wedding for his son, he wrote, Bar, uh, Bar Kapara, wrote on the wedding hall, Esim Arba Alfin, 24,000 million ribuin dinrin million dinarim, Nafek Albeis Kinna were built, were spent to build this wedding hall. Of course, this was back with Manach Hazal, they would build a wedding hall to give to their child. Din, Viloya Zamni Labar Kapara. Bar Kapara was upset, yet he didn't invite Kapara. Amar In jest, Barakabara says to Rabbi, if this wealth is those who quote unquote transgress Hashem's will, because Barakabara wasn't happy that he got, didn't get invited, how much more money should those who follow Hashem's will? Basically, Barakabara is asking for an invite to the wedding. Azam they invited Amar and of course, we remind ourselves how to understand this Gemara is not so simple. Because you know, Rebbe was the quintessential one that raised his ten fingers at the end of his life, etc. He was not kitano. So, exactly what it means that he spent so much money on the wedding, of course, there are many deeper explanations. But we're going to leave it over here and we'll pick it up on the bottom of Nunamabes the next year. Bisiyato Dishmayo.